It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another After 9 Podcast and a happy Oktoberfest to everybody in the Waterloo region. If you are not in the Waterloo region, get down here. It's a great party. And we're going to be just about everywhere throughout Oktoberfest. I love it. So excited. So this morning, now I've done KW Radio before. And when you do KW Radio, you have the whole nine come onto the show. So you've got Miss Oktoberfest. And um, usually they have even more people than what we saw this morning. So how was your first experience with having the president in and all that other stuff? They hooked you up. Yeah, I mean, did. you got beer, you got a hat, <laughs> you got pins. So I wear that hat everywhere, I assume. You better not take it off. Okay, and, and this is a shot glass specifically for Jaeger? Specific, yeah, sh- I mean, sh- well, come on. At the end of the night, it could be pretty much for anything. Okay, sure. Uh, the boot glass, and you can wear it around your neck. I love yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so Oktoberfest time is here. I want to talk about something quickly. Two things that came up on our show recently. Number one is that poor 14-year-old boy mm. who, if you didn't hear the story, Monday... 14-year-old boy, it looks like the people who ended up killing him stole his bike. So he went to get it back. And it seems like his mom went with him to try and assist in this. And at some point, that 14-year-old boy got stabbed to death outside his school in front of his mother. It's a horrible, horrible story. I can't imagine many stories this tragic Mm -hmm. and this enraging at the same time. And the police have laid first-degree murder charges against some of the accused here. And for those who don't know, the difference between first-degree murder and second-degree murder is premeditation. If you planned it, if you actually set out to kill, that is a first-degree murder charge. If you kill somebody accidentally or just in the heat of the moment, you killed them, but you didn't go in with a plan to kill them, that would be second-degree murder. Manslaughter is kind of like an accident. Mm -hmm. In any case... And by the way, there's much more defined legal terms there. I'm just speaking in broad terms. But either way, first degree murder is premeditated. And I can't imagine, because there was what, four or five kids charged in this? I think four, yes. Yeah, four at least. I cannot imagine someone being that diabolical to try and lure someone in with the intention of murdering them. And what makes me just as angry about this is we're not allowed to say their names. We're not allowed to even know their mm, names. It's called the Youth Criminal Justice Act. And I've complained about this before on air because I think that the Youth Criminal Justice Act, and this won't be a popular opinion, I think that that act does have a place in Canada in 2019. And I think it has for a while. We've all done dumb things when we were kids. Maybe you got into a fight at school and you don't necessarily want that assault charge to follow you all the way through life so that you can't travel to the US, so that you have uh, trouble getting a job, there's a lot of reasons that you wouldn't necessarily want a criminal record. So the Youth Criminal Justice Act more or less protects people so that they don't have these things follow them through life. But I do want to say that when it comes to first-degree murder, that's the allegation Mm -hmm. here, I don't understand why the Youth Criminal Justice Act applies here because to me that's a very adult crime. And I don't understand. It's contradictory right in terms that Youth Criminal Justice Act protects somebody who committed an adult crime. And first-degree murder, I can't imagine anything more adult than that. And when I think about what this family's been through, that whole school community has been through, this kid got stabbed to death outside his school shortly after the school day ended in front of his mother. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why this this act would apply here. I don't understand why we're not allowed to say these names. I don't understand uh, the names of the accused as we would with many other crimes that we report. Is there maybe something to do with the family of those kids who did the stabbing, who did the premeditated murder um, to try to um, help to kind of hide their identities too? Do you think that it's all uh, like that kind of goes along with it as well? We know the name of the victim. Right? We know him. Uh, yep. The name of the accused, I don't know that they deserve any protection here. Even the family. So let's say your son uh, did something horrendous and the Youth Criminal Justice Act is not in place and everyone knows it's your son. Everyone's now found out your son did something horrible and now you're being treated differently. Do you think that has anything to do with it as well? I know all those things you mentioned is just out of curiosity. I, I think that okay, maybe I don't think the people who created this law were that smart to begin with. First off, I'll okay. say that. And I, I I think that it would affect them that way had they been charged as adults. And I'm still hoping that maybe they will be charged as adults. It may turn out that way that the Crown decides, sure. you know what, we're going to proceed with this case as if they are adults. Sure. And the Crown has the option to do that. It's just so frustrating to me. And maybe I'm just talking out of anger here, but I think a lot of people feel this anger that when a 14-year-old boy gets stabbed to death in a place where he's supposed to feel safe, school... In front of his, his mom. mother. Like, I just can't even imagine how she how she feels. Can't even imagine. I, yeah, it's horrible. It, what a, an appalling, an appalling story. It's so frustrating. So I don't want to get too political in this podcast. In fact, I strive to not be too political in this, even though I have very strong political beliefs. But with a federal election going on in this country, sorry mm-hmm. if you're an American listening to the podcast, but in Canada, we have an election coming up. I would like you, if you get a chance to meet one of these people who wants your vote, ask them, how do you feel about the Youth Criminal Justice Act? We should get you in front of one of them to ask at least one of them. Well, here's the thing. So a lot of people don't know that there's the Broadcast Act and then there's the Elections Act and we're governed by all kinds of legislation. One of the things that we have to do, and it's not even necessarily a bad policy, is we have to offer equal time. So if we bring in uh, the liberal candidate here and do an Mm -hmm. interview with them, we have to bring in the conservative, we have to bring in the green, we have to bring in the NDP, we have to bring in everybody. And frankly, we don't have the time for that. And I also kind of get the feeling, maybe this is just my take on it, but I don't think people are particularly that interested. I think by and large, most people find most of these people slimy, shitty people that are running for these votes. It's a a vote of who who you like um, out of the worst people, who is the least worst in Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your opinion. It's That's true. what I'm getting. And another thing that bugs me is people know full well that the Green Party 
and the NDP have very likable leaders. Elizabeth May is like the grandmother of the climate change movement in Canada. She's awesome. Jagmeet Singh, sorry, Jugmeet Singh has got, people have corrected me so many times on air about how to say it, so I hope I'm saying that right. He's got such an incredible personality. He is a likable guy, and whether you agree or disagree with his politics, you have to like him. People aren't going to vote for either of them because they don't think they can win. And that's the only reason. And it drives me fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. If you like the Green Party, if you want to make a statement about climate change, vote for the damn Green Party. Don't not vote for them because, well, they can't win anyway. So I'm just going to pick one of the two idiots that I like least or that I like best of the worst right. in the liberals right. or conservatives. But a lot of people are feeling that way. Like, ah, oh, if I just vote for the NDP, they're kind of throwing away my vote. I don't think so. Elizabeth May is quite right when she says you get the parliament that you pick. And if you would like to have a parliament where uh, the liberals are the governing party, but you've got a lot of green members in there that can hold the liberals to account when it comes to climate change and environmental policy, then somebody's got to vote green. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can sit back and say, ah, they're not going to win. So fuck it. I'll just vote for the liberal. You can't do that. You get the parliament that you vote for, and in a lot of ways, you get the parliament that you deserve. So I would like everyone to vote the way they like. And by the way, I'm not here trying to get you to vote green or to vote NDP or liberal or conservative. I don't really care how you vote. Yeah. I just think that you should vote for the person that you think will do the best job. Yeah, because you never know. I know I'm always of the, of the opinion of, you know, you have a right to vote. So that is your right. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But then you have no right to bitch, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. You have no right to bitch later on if, say, liberals are back in power and they pass something that's whatever, it's going to cost you money. That's it is going to cost you money. The number one thing, I'll tell you that. If right? you vote liberal, it'll cost you money. That's the, th that's the number one thing that people it, will probably worry about. And then they'll go, what the, the last... fuck is this tax I got all of a sudden? Or what the hell is this? It's like, did you did you vote? <laughs> well, because that can change. That's the reason why things happen the way they happen. And I want to say something about that too. It's not just uh, the new fees that we get charged because we are paying a lot more in fees. It's the, the stuff that gets taken away. I'm sorry, and this is not an endorsement for the conservative party, but one thing I will say is that they had a sports tax credit. And I know how many people every week are driving their kids to a soccer field. And I know every week there are parents out there mm -hmm. taking their kids to hockey mm -hmm. at 6 a.m. and they're spending money on skate And not sharpening. down the street. They're going to f who knows, God knows where. Everywhere. You're getting skates sharpened. You're, yeah. you're doing all sorts of stuff for your kids to do exactly what we want them to do. Be physically fit and active. There used to be, it wasn't a huge tax write-off, but a little tax write-off so that you could recoup at least some of that money and it was for sports and for well, the every, for every the arts. little bit counts. Like it doesn't even matter. Every little bit counts. I'm learning that now with two young kids and I want to get them in activities and every little bit helps every family. There was just no good reason to scrap that tax credit. Yeah. And now the conservatives say in this election they want to bring back that tax credit and and people are angry at them. I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. Like what how can we possibly as a country disagree that kids playing sports is a bad thing. How can we possibly say that? It's ludicrous to me. But um, you had something great on the show. You were talking about Ellen DeGeneres. And Ellen, in case you missed this segment on the live show, was spotted at a baseball game and she was sitting with George W. Bush. And I think most people know George W. Bush was a Republican, that means conservative, president. Ellen DeGeneres tends to be a fairly liberal 
person.、Mm-hmm. And people were outraged. How could she sit with that monster? And they were laughing together. Laughing together. Yeah. Ellen said it right. She said, listen, we're allowed to disagree on stuff. I don't agree with George on everything, but that doesn't mean I dislike him as a person. And I think that's an important message during this particular campaign because everybody's getting、mm-hmm. all fired up. And they're all pissy with their friends. And oh, I can't even on Facebook. Like, we have to because it's part of our job, but I can't even. I just kind of scroll past all the other bullshit of people just firing away at each other in the comment section. It's true. And, and it seems like everybody is not going to stop until they've changed someone's mind. Listen, you're not going to change anyone's mind. When you put out that,、mm-hmm. that Facebook rant、uh, about this is why you absolutely cannot vote for the Green Party because they're going to bankrupt us. People that are going to vote for the Green Party are voting for the Green Party because probably because of their、yeah. environmental policy and not because John Smith told them not to on Facebook. Nobody's going to go into the ballot box and say, Well, I came in here to vote for Jugmeet Singh, but then Steve posted that thing on Facebook, so fuck Jugmeet Singh. I'm going to vote for the rhinoceros part. <laughs> you can't. Is there a Rhinoceros party? There is. That's fantastic. There's a lot of fringe parties. They're called fringe parties because they don't actually win any seats.、Yeah. But when you look at the overall popular vote, there's thousands of people that will vote for the, I don't know, the Jedi party. Well, that's their way of saying a big F you to everybody else, right? Right. Yeah. So listen,、um, I think that everybody needs to take a step back and separate your political views from your personal views. And if your personal view is that, hey, Kat's a really nice person. Now, I disagree with Kat's political opinion. That's okay to disagree politically. Totally. And if you want to have a civil conversation about it, like, ah, you know what? I think I'm going to vote conservative because I don't think Canada can afford to go any further into debt. Or I'm going to vote liberal because I really think that we need to invest more money into indigenous communities and we really need to、uh, strengthen our healthcare system. That's a viable debate to have. Go ahead and have that debate. You don't need to fucking kill each other because you disagree. Right. And that's what happens is it gets so adversarial that we're all losing sight of what's going on here. We can't have a civil debate anymore because people aren't civil in the debate. It's, It's so frustrating. It's true. I can't be around those kind of people. And I'll give you a good example of something that you said there is I have friends that are vegan and are against a lot of different things surrounding that.、Yep. And I remember posting a photo and I was with my daughter and I happened to go to the zoo with my daughter because、Uh-oh. she had an obsession with a couple of different animals and there was no other way for me to ever put her in front of a giraffe in person aside from the zoo. That was just the closest place I could go. There's no giraffe sanctuary around here. There is Toys R Us, just saying. <laughs> Does Jeffrey count? Jeffrey counts. Okay, I didn't see Jeffrey the last time <laughs> I was there. But anyway, I remember she wrote in the comment or she commented to me separately. She said, You know, I totally understand you do what you're going to do, but I just want to let you know why I couldn't like the photo. But it was fine, and we're still friends, and everything's okay.、Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you, you do you, man. You don't have to like the photo. It's okay. I love that they're passionate about that. If you're a vegan, you're passionate, and I get it. But it's not my job to try and convince you to not be a vegan or to. Exactly. That you should start eating. On, don't put your shit on other people ever. In any, like, no matter what it is. Thank don't you. Don't put your shit on other people or try to force them into it. It's not okay. I totally agree with you. In any case,、um, so this was a different kind of podcast. I apologize. I said I wasn't going to rant, and then I went off on this big freaking tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. But it, it does make me mad how uncivil. 
civil debate is becoming. Sure. And and if you can't handle that conversation, then just don't have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Just go back to talking about the weather and the Leafs. Absolutely. And-, and if that turns political, then you know what? Snooze yourself on social media for I a little think- bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I heard John Tavares sports the ND fucking Pete. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, a, I'm going to be a Habs fan. Listen, let's calm that stuff down. <laughs> let's, nothing will make <laughs> nothing will make us a Habs fan. Nothing will. Nothing. But, I mean, that's the sort of stuff and that's sure, how ridiculous sure. it's getting. Anyway, we'll get back to the other stuff that we typically do in a podcast next time, but mm-hmm. I wanted to say this and uh, sincere condolences to the family of that 14-year-old boy in Hamilton that was killed because that story really hit me and I just feel for that family mm-hmm. and for that school community. and That mother, ugh, oh my The mom, goodness. holy shit. Ugh, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It really is. Uh, listen, guys, thanks for downloading. We'll have another podcast coming out real soon.